This is the Business of Apps podcast, bringing you actionable insights from the leaders of the global app industry and the world's fastest growing apps. You can find more app news, data and analysis over at businessofapps.com. Welcome to the Business of Apps podcast. On this show, we invite app industry professionals to cover various topics and we promise to do our best to keep it both insightful but brief. In this episode, we have Arthur Keru, CEO and Vibe. Arthur, welcome to the BNSFS podcast. Thanks, Seth, for having me. Great. Thank you for coming, Arthur. It's great to have you on the show. All right. Uh, let me ask you something. Do you watch TV? Depending on your age, when you hear a question <laughs> like this, you may get a mental picture of a TV set or your Roku box or Apple TV or even your iPhone. If watching movies and TV series on a smartphone is your thing. Now, remember all those never-ending commercial breaks on your TV set? Well, you may also remember how people began watching TV content, um, video content more and more on their computers and then especially on their beloved mobile devices. So naturally, businesses follow people and so the desktop and mobile advertising begin to squeeze at dollars from the traditional TV ads. Well, by now, you would think TV ads are about to go extinct, right? Not so fast. Enter commercial TV, connected TV and advertising on it. But before talking about this cutting-edge new kind of advertising and new medium, let's talk about your Arthur Thirst. Please tell us about yourself. Um, yeah, so I'm Arthur, CEO uh, of Vibe. As you may notice by my accent, uh, I'm French. Um, I'm still based in Paris, but now uh, fly a lot in the US. Uh, I have a computer science background, uh, studied, studied actually in, uh, in Berkeley in California, um, and uh, also went through the Y Combinator, was one of my previous uh, company that uh, used to, we basically created like playable ad units uh, at that time and got acquired by a company called Addictive that is now specialized in, ring, in app re-engagement. Um, and yeah, now like uh, mostly focused uh, on uh, on Vibe uh, and on the side, I'm also like a pretty big like gamer uh, and super strong rap uh, enthusiast, mm -hmm. mostly French, uh, French rap enthusiast, but, uh, but yeah. Gotcha, right. Um, now, speaking of Vibe, uh, tell me about your company, what do you guys do? Yeah, so at Vibe, we're trying to basically make TV accessible to any business in the world. Um, and uh, and the, the way we're doing it is through a really self-serve um, platform. I like to pitch it as kind of the Google ads or the Facebook ads uh, mm -hmm. of TV and like more specifically, more specifically of uh, OTT and connected TV. Um, so it's a platform where you can just register, set up your account campaigns, you're live on TV within five minutes, you have all the standard and what you would expect in terms of targeting. Uh, and we also provide in like some special tools and some special services, especially for app install. Um, mm -hmm. We were one of the first uh, connected TV ad platform to announce a partnership, uh, for example, with that just recently and more coming soon. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and so making it very simple uh, and very effective uh, as well. Yeah, that's actually a good way of putting yourself uh, on the market. Uh, you're um, trying to be the not trying to be. You're the one of the pioneers on the connected TV advertising market, and 
if you can pull off and provide the same ease, the same efficiencies, the same comprehensiveness as, you know, Google and Facebook do their thing on mobile and desktop, yeah, you can corner the market. Exactly. And, and I think it's all also about providing the same reach. Uh, CTV and OTT in, uh, in general is, I think, one of the rare um, channel and medium that can provide the same reach and performance. Uh, and that's why it's such a hot topic right now. Yeah, now that's, in the market because everybody knows it's like effective, absolutely. but yeah, it's all about the reach as well. Yeah, this is one of the like, if you can think of any competitor for mobile, that would be TV. Uh, we mentioned OTT is uh, one of the acronyms that uh, that is really important for this conversation. So let's unpack OTT as uh, an acronym that people may have heard about before, but they may not really, you know, understand what it means. Of course, of course. Uh... Ad tech is always, uh, we have like that strange addiction to acronyms uh, oh. and therefore you <laughs> you have like OTT now and CTV and blah, blah, blah. But it's actually like not not that complex. Um, actually, when we talk about connected TV, um, it's more like a language thing, but we should only really be talking about OTT. Um, OTT stands for over the top and it means like any content that goes over like standard, um, like, uh, channels so basically it's everything that goes on top of cable tv uh, especially so ott could be seen as something much more large uh so for example i have had debates in the past that whatsapp is actually ott because it goes on top uh of the like text message protocol and goes like through the internet so it's kind of like the way that's that's what ott really means like on, on a technical standpoint but now it's mostly used to talk about any video rich video content uh, that is not distributed by um, like standard cable but distributed through the internet and when you see it this way it's actually very interesting because it changes the way you understand it because uh, it's not only tv right now rich video content is not only consumed on like proper tvs installed in the living room, but it's also consumed on computers, on phones. Um, and this is like more and more. And that's why the OTT usage is like growing very, very fast. Well, sometimes TV can be like not really growing uh, at that stage. And and when we talk about CTV in a general in a in a general way, um, it's more the device itself. So it's a TV that's basically connected to through the internet. Um, how is it connected? It can be directly inside uh, the TV. So for example, if you have a Samsung TV, it's probably like a recent one, it's probably connected uh, to the internet now and you can install apps on it. Um, and then you also can have sticks uh, or like things that you plug on your TV that will allow you to connect it. So it can be either a Chromecast, an Apple TV, or as it's very popular, a Roku uh, that will let you install uh, apps and and when it comes to the usage and how people now use their TV in the OTT slash CTV era, the the way I like to present it is that now people use their TV like they use their smart smartphone with apps and connected to the internet, and that makes it much more easy to understand. And that's why marketers today should see the OTT ecosystem as kind of the same thing as the app, uh, mobile app uh, ecosystem. Right. I uh, I think I, I can only uh, put, uh, you know, add on top of that is that uh, 
I do remember vividly like the timing where when TV advertising became to wane because you know mobile uh, was trying you know harder and harder to squeeze those do advertising dollars out and because people are spending more and more time on mobile. But now, uh, just like you said, you can put in an you know, TV in your living room and it's connected to the internet. It's actually, by definition, it's connected TV. And you can actually get it like from both worlds. You have a big, big screen from a TV and this technical capability, software capability from mobile and desktop. And so we're gradually kind of coming to this notion of advertising on CTV. So how can actually this thing work? Uh, probably in broader terms, let's not go too, too deep into details and how advertising on CTV work. Want to improve your app marketing skills? Now how to fight back mobile fraud? Or how to launch an influencer marketing campaign? You've got it all at the Business of Apps Insights. Opinion, how-tos, thought leadership, and analysis from global app and social media industry. Visit our insights section at businessofapps.com slash insights slash podcast. And now back to the show. Of course. Um, the, the, of course, I, I won't go into too much details uh, of like how it works, because that would make the podcast yeah, very I'll, long I'll and boring. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but so basically, like it's a like open marketplace where you can use like DSPs, etc., to to buy some part of the inventory, and some part are like directly accessible through like kind of walled garden platforms. But as a marketer, what's important to know is how your ad is displayed uh, and how it runs. So basically it's kind of like youtube like youtube is is ott youtube is kind of ctv um so what you what you're buying when you're buying ctv advertising you're buying pre-roll mid-roll and post-roll um on like the ctv apps so either like an app that's directly made by a broadcaster such as like paramount plus uh where you'll basically uh buy an advertisement when the when a show or uh, non-demand content uh, will start or at the middle of it or at the end of it. Uh, and same goes for live content that might be, for example, accessed through like Pluto, um, Pluto TV, uh, which has like tons of live contents. Uh, and basically when people will start uh, watching Pluto or, or like after five minutes of, watch, of watching a specific program, um, they will they will see your ad. So you should really see it as um, as YouTube uh, if you're used to buying uh, some YouTube advertising. What you're not getting uh, is like traditional standard linear TV uh, ads. So basically, you're not not buying like a specific ad slot at like. 830 uh that will run like nas nationwide uh mm -hmm. you'll basically really be able to control every impression that you're doing and that you're buying um as you would do in digital and that's really the big thing uh connect tv and ott makes tv and rich video content digital um which is the 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 the, the big thing uh about it and so uh just a quick thing uh in journal terms as an advertising what you can measure i mean CPM, CPC, any of those things like you're getting used to as the digital advertiser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so CPM, of course, uh, number of impressions, right. number of households uh, reached as well, absolutely no worries. Uh, CPC is gonna be hard 
to measure, especially, or it's going to be basically zero uh, because you're not getting uh, any clicks uh, from connected TV uh, ads for now. Uh, people can't really like click uh, on their on their TV. Um, so that's not something that you can click, but you can uh, measure, for example, if you're uh, if you have a website, you can measure uh, the visits that are generated by it. Or if you are an app developer, you can measure, measure the downloads and therefore the return on ad spend and everything uh, that has been generated by your Connected TV um, commercial. Because Connected TVs are mostly um, connected to the internet through residential IPs, uh, which allows us, and not only us, but like our partners such as like Adjust or Singular or like I won't sign them all, but uh -huh. uh, you, you you get the point. Um, but yeah, so basically, it allows uh, the the industry and the ecosystem uh, to measure very precisely, um, like every single action that has been like driven by uh, by your uh, your commercial. So you can really measure direct response uh, from your CTV campaign. Got it. Uh, so Arthur, let's uh, look at these CTV ads in a broader scheme. Um, specifically, what are they capable to deliver for advertiser than that other platforms just can't? You know, obviously, I mean mobile and desktop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd like to start answering that question by also stating like what it can't deliver and that other <laughs> other platforms can. Uh, definitely, Connected TV is a bit early in terms of like targeting precision and and this kind of thing like you should not expect like the same uh precision that you'll get i don't know with like a google ads or like facebook ads or like any other like digital platform there's yeah. still like TikTok. um yeah or TikTok, exactly um you you still have the 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 the, the challenge to reconciliate two different worlds because like on one side you have a TV and on the other side you have a device and that comes with tons of different problematic. Um, but you, you still, you're still able to target like specific interests. You're still able to target some very uh, interesting segments, for example, for lots of, of our uh, gaming advertisers, we're able to uh, build some segments uh, that are very similar uh, to uh, basically what you would get on Facebook. So like if you're looking to target, I don't know, like casual gamers or gamblers or people who have like uh, some specific types of game like puzzle games, uh, we can target those specific people uh, or at least those specific households uh, and therefore uh, improve the results. So you can get uh, some targeting, but not as good as what you would get. But there is one thing that compensates it like big, big time and that not a single other platform can deliver is the attention. The attention that you're getting when displaying an ad on TV is far away from anything you would get uh, on like any like social app or like more like standard mobile display uh, or desktop. Uh, and we're seeing that like the rates that you're like the, 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 the kind of like engagement rate that you're getting for every single impression is like out of this world when you come from this place. So for example, we had a uh, a campaign that got from impression to install, we got a 2% rate. So basically 2% of the people that got exposed to the campaign installed the app, which like if you like compare that to any other platform, like yep. social, Unheard like of. display, like it, it's never heard of. 
-hmm. and but the, the the fact that you're getting that like super precious attention allows you to get those performance and i think it's super 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 interesting today in 2022 when privacy is like more than ever at the forefront absolutely like we are moving away from like the intent era uh and like attention matters more than in, than it ever mattered and tv basically allows you to capture that right i think what people just should picture or should always keep in mind the actual setting how people perceive their ads what what device they have enhanced or are sitting in front of so when they you know carry their mobile phone or tablet there's probably on the go somewhere and their attention always split between that device and something else with a desktop well people are used to you know do they work on a desktop not pro probably you know relaxing or doing something for fun but when they're sitting on a couch in front of tv and watching something they are relaxed concentrated on a big screen and if the ad resonates with that with them it does click it does lead to a specific action just like you were saying that two percent um rate is unheard of with any other device because the intention is just not there not on par with the tv set exactly yeah and um uh but as far as i remember uh like there's always this kind of um um the difference between uh, the efficiency of any advertising for apps is different like when you think about categories i mean games are a huge chunk of uh, app industry uh the biggest amount of advertising dollars are being poured into mobile games um you know social networking photo and video uh are popular categories for um mobile and desktop advertising when we're talking about ctv advertising can you think of any app categories that work better than others or probably you can just pull off a good uh, effective campaign for any kind of app no no, no. it's it, there there's definitely i think the most important thing uh is like to to think about when you're a marketer and you want to leverage tv is can i capture my audience uh on tv uh in an effective way so if you have like uh like casual kind of like app that's for everyone uh, like that's absolutely not an issue uh and you'll probably like get some very good results some like casual mid casual uh like absolutely no issue uh iltv as well like no issue it starts to be very complicated when you have some like kind of niche uh app or like you have like very limited budget uh to advertise because you will either like dilute uh you are spent too much to like get some actual results uh or you will have a very hard time uh to target like the right people so for example we had an advertiser like who absolutely wanted to promote like his b2b app on tv mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we we never really found like how to like really advertise it uh on tv to get like some sensible results uh it's it's it can be very hard to capture a very like specific business audience uh Capture, capturing that audience on TV uh, for now uh, is uh, is really, really, really tough. So I would say like anything that's B2C kind of 
general um, anything that's like D2C brand or target some kind of like uh, like normal or like general audiences like if you want to target like women from 35 to 55 yeah, like absolutely no issue mm -hmm. large thing but if you're like looking to target i don't know like some like very super targeted audience like people like fishing like bass uh in like tennessee uh like you you'll have a hard time like targeting that very specific audience and therefore if that's your only audience tv might not be uh your best bet right so there is actually a circle of uh, app categories that do work great with the connected tv advertising and their apps and there are other kinds of apps that are really hard to squeeze and get any result and again the major um divider the definitive factor is uh, what is the mindset of the people sitting in front of tv i would really be surprised if they're looking for apps related to work because that's that's the whole reason why you're sitting in front of tv Depend it depends like if you if you have like if you're watching like a business channel or something like that probably yeah like it's, it's it's all it's all a matter of like context and like getting oh, the yeah, attention sure. at the right right moment but definitely if you're trying to promote a like work app like i don't know on like vh1 or like mtv eh, like yeah it's not gonna work <laughs> I, I doubt you will have like some super strong results i would probably advise you against that all right um what do you think is coming for advertising on connected TV? Uh, let's uh, see if we can uh, um, single out a few trends. Of course. Uh, it's kind of like hard to say like exact features because like everything basically is coming on connected TV right now. Uh, like better targeting options, like ease of access, like being able to like target like more precisely, especially in terms of like programs and this kind of thing, all of that is coming on connected TV. It's kind of a, it's kind of obvious that it's coming. Um, but I think the most important thing that it's, that is coming um, is standardization uh, and integration in the marketing mix uh, of like marketers. Uh, right now, nobody exactly knows like how to do some proper attribution and this kind of thing. So everyone is kind of uh, digging into that. MMPs mm -hmm. like in the in the app world are definitely doing a killer job uh, at this as well, and I I really do believe that they are the central key, uh, and they are the ones uh, that will bring the best answers uh, because like they are neutral uh, and shouldn't come from like uh, advertising platforms such as us. Even though like we're we participate, we try to be as transparent as possible, but like there has to be a neutral part partner um, that will that will bring uh, that standardization when it comes to like measurement and attribution. And I think that's the biggest challenge right now. And the, as soon as this will be solved and commonly accepted, uh, Connected TV will definitely be like top two or top three um, like marketing channel for most marketers, yeah. So watch the space is growing once the standards are kicking it's going to blossom really nice. But yeah, the standardization is kind of a ground pain of every advertising medium. We can think about the same trend a few years ago for mobile. It was the same story for desktop. So yeah, this is expected. And once the, the standards are there, it's going to be great. Okay, we've covered the major topic on the table. And that was the first part of the show. There was a second one. 
And in the second smaller part of the show, I always ask a quick, quick, few quick questions to every guest. So the audience know those people a little bit better. Here we go. The first question to you. Uh, what smartphone do you have now? Uh, have you been switching between these two giants, iOS and Android, or just you know staying one side all the time? So I have the latest uh, iPhone. Uh, I, to be honest, I have no idea if it's 13 or 12 or 14. I have I have lost count uh, on that. Uh, but I got I got it like for the picture quality. Um, and to be honest, I've stayed with uh, iOS for a long, long, long time now. I started uh, with Android, but like, yeah, probably for the past like 10 years, uh, I've been like iOS fanatic, maybe more than that. Okay, now, uh, can you remember your first mobile phone, you know, before smartphone, you know, multi-touchscreen era? Definitely, and there was there were no like, phone OS or anything like that at the time. Oh, yeah. uh, it was a Nokia 3310. Uh, and I was playing Snake like all day on that phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So many people on the show remember the phone and the Snake game. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was unbreakable. Oh, yeah. Like absolutely unbreakable. <laughs> uh, OK. Uh, now, getting back to present. I imagine you've left your smartphone at home. Uh, what would be the most missing feature for you when you're out? Both WhatsApp and emails and Slack, basically like uh, communication. I use like my phone for mostly for work. Um, and yeah, and I'm texting all day, like sending emails and re re replying on Slack. So the feature would be like, distant that would miss me the most it would be like the distant communication with other like 100 percent uh 100 percent gotcha. not calls because i don't call much but like uh yeah through uh -huh. text yeah definitely gotcha so um probably there's something uh well when you look at your phone you, you may go like wouldn't it be great if that thing can do this or that uh hardware software probably some features that require both is there something that you would like your smartphone to be able to do, which is not capable right now, but would be great if it can? So, so there, there's one, um, but I think they are now, start, now starting to be capable of that. Uh, but I'll go this way. Uh, it's like, I, I'm a big gamer. And so like anything that like can bring like some real triple A quality titles uh on like mobile really makes me excited like mobile really becoming a, a console or a gaming support uh I, i've been playing extensively um like league of legend on my phone uh for the past year uh and like i don't know if you've seen like the latest um diablo game even though like it's terrible in terms of microtransaction uh -huh. but like the quality of the game was just like mind-blowing like it's just like uh, it's like triple A, like PC level, uh, and that that's very very exciting. And I'm I'm to be honest, I'm very very excited for the future. Seeing what the gaming studios will come up. Hopefully, they will calm down a little bit on the microtransactions uh, on mobile <laughs> uh, and make like some real games. Uh, but I think there's uh, there's going to be uh, kind of a merge uh, 
between like all gaming devices and that makes it like very 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 exciting uh to me actually <laughs> okay got it okay before i let you go just a very final question how can people get in touch with you and know more information about what you do yeah of course um so about what we do at vibe um they can go on vibe.co um and uh either like register they will be able to play instantly uh to play around with the with the platform itself uh or they can reach out at arthur at vibe.co and i'll be more than happy to uh to answer any question or guide them uh in any possible way terrific arthur thank you i know you're on the vacation so double thanks for your time <laughs> thank you for coming in the show thanks bye bye you're welcome bye And that was Arthur Keru, CEO at Vibe. To listen to our episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast. Just search for Business of Apps and you will find us easily. We release episodes on Mondays, so subscribe. You'll be able to get new episodes on your smartphone, tablet, or computer as soon as we release them. And please don't forget to leave us a review and comment on iTunes. It is highly appreciated. And all episodes will also be available on businessofapps.com. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Business of Apps podcast. For more, head on over to businessofapps.com.